Hello. Dave Ives here with the PraiseWind.com broadcast. Inviting you to click over to PraiseWind.com for Christian fiction, inspirational music, and other news about PraiseWind Ministries. Now, it's been a while since I've done a broadcast and would like to get back into the swing of it, especially in these days when it seems like God's words are getting pushed aside, marginalized. Let's journey together into the spiritual world of God's word, God's peace, God's prosperity. I'm not walking in fear anymore. 
a scripture I'd like to start out with today is in Proverbs 3 and 26. For the Lord shall be thy confidence and shall keep thy foot from being taken. Also in Psalms 118 and 8 it says, It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. In our day and time, it appears that one of the problems that we're really having, not just viruses, wars, rumors of wars, unbelievable problems, is that we're having a hard time believing that a creator God has created all of this and that in his great and intricate design that he can manage it and that he can bring all the parts together at any given time and something wonderful and something healing and something complete and whole can take place. We're having trouble believing this sort of thing. And yet, his design is so far beyond what we can imagine and what we can put together in all of our modern understanding and all our modern ability that it's hard for us to grasp that with all of the mishaps and the troubles going on, is that God himself can fix it in a heartbeat. He asks us to trust him. Our scripture says, if the Lord is our confidence, he can keep our foot from being taken. When we have confidence in the Lord, we don't have to slip. And we don't have to find ourselves in impossibly convoluted and complicated situations. The wisdom of this world is in direct contrast with the wisdom of God. Because you see, we're trying to do it without God. We're trying to figure it out with our scientific and our, our creative abilities. And we're not equipped to do it. But we were created to trust the Lord. In our second scripture where it says, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It's so simple. Because when man tries to solve the problems of this planet and leave God out, the best he can come up with is plans that actually just survive. We come up with a cure for a virus and we call it social isolation. We think we can stop a plague by separating from one another, putting distance between us. And yet that is exactly the opposite of what God told us to do. Jesus Christ said it this way, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received freely give. It was Jesus's intention that we give 
that we interact, that we love, when we separate, all we're doing is surviving. We're not fixing anything. No matter how you slice it, there's only one healing force in the universe, and it's Jesus Christ. By his blood, by his sacrifice, by his paying for our sin and our shortcomings on a personal, very committed way, he put it on the line. He put his human life on the line and sacrificed it. And in his perfection, he was able to pay for all of our sin, all of our diseases, all of our hurts, all of our confusion, our depression. He was able to do that because he was perfect. And he sacrificed his perfection for us. Jesus is the only force that can heal all other healing is just swimming in place. All other healing is just marking time, hoping that natural healing will kick in. We watch disaster movies, and then when they begin to take place, we don't know what to do about it. We scare one another. We say, oh, this must be Armageddon. Oh, this is the end times. Well, here's what Jesus said about it. In Mark 13 and 5, And Jesus answering them began to say, Take heed, lest any man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And when ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars, be ye not troubled, for such things must needs be. But the end shall not be yet. For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be earthquakes in divers places. And there shall be famines and troubles. These are the beginnings of sorrows. You see, this is not the end times. This is the beginning of sorrows. These sorrows have been repeating over and over since Jesus' day. And in all that time, in all of our invention, in all of our creative imaginations, we haven't been able to truly come up with any answers for any of these problems. All we've been able to do is survive. It appears we're getting better. It appears that we're making progress. And yet when you step back and you look at the long view you realize that, no, we haven't made any progress. There is coming a day when the patience of God runs out. And during those times, he will remove his influence. The influence that's been rejected all of these years, he will remove it. And he will remove his believers with it. And he will remove his Holy Spirit from off of the face of the earth. 
and man in all of his imagination will have roughly three and a half years to prove to themselves whether they can or cannot do it without God's help. But that day is not today. These are problems that are coming up over and over. What we will see in these days is that this present crisis is going to pass. It's going to pass rather quickly. And after it passes, there'll be a short time where people will breathe freely and they will breathe relief, thinking, wow, we sure got through that. And yet, it's just the beginning of sorrows. There'll be another plague. There'll be another catastrophe. And one day, there'll be catastrophe without God's wisdom and God's influence bringing us out of it. Today, you and I can do what it says in Proverbs. We can trust the Lord and put our confidence in Him rather than man trying to make it without God. The cure for coronavirus is not isolation. The cure for coronavirus is Jesus Christ. He's already paid the price. He's already healed your body and your mind. It's the only time for us to agree with him, to seek out his wisdom, to seek out his understanding, to seek out his presence and walk in his ways. I want to conclude this with Second Chronicles 7 and 14. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. When we put our confidence in God and when we are willing to set our creativity aside and say, Oh God, help us. We want to seek you, Lord. We want to know what you want us to do in this present situation. We want to turn from our wicked ways. Help us to even understand what wicked ways are. Help us, God. He says he will hear from heaven, and he will forgive our sin, and he will heal our land. Until next time, pray for God's healing. Pray for God's answers. Pray for God's wisdom. Let's have confidence in God and quit trying to have confidence in men who don't even want to know what God's answers are. God bless.